It's just those chickens. <laughs> Early chickens. Early chickens. <laughs> and we're both wearing blue and purple. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's my color today. Blue and purple. <laughs> I see it. We're doing it. Awesome. <laughs> so where are you calling from? I'm calling from Lexington, Virginia, which is about an hour southwest of Charlottesville. What about you? I'm in New York City. Oh. All right. God bless. (laughs) New York. What do you do there in New York City, Tamalyn? Well, actually, I um, I'm here because of being a part of the ministry. Um, I've been here for seven years this year, and I do most of uh, coaching and you know, in a program that our church offers um, with coaching, and um, I do a lot of. Um, uh, talking to the partners, calling them, you know, because it's a global ministry. So I work pretty much um, in that arena. And then I go to my ACIM meetings with uh, John Monday um, on the third Sundays, which I didn't go yesterday, but it's every month. And then I also go to another meeting, um, which is on every other Tuesday with Marianne Williamson with the Course of Miracles. So um, that is being done every other Tuesday, the first and the third Tuesday of the month. And um, so I'm pretty much um, being active in the studies of the Course of Miracles. And of course, I go back and forth to Miami, Florida, because that's where I'm from because I lived there for 42 years before moving here. So I go back there and I do some uh, work there with an organization that I've been um, serving for about some some years, multiple years. And um, it's a service that I give um, to help the uh, HIV and AIDS and substance abuse community. So I go there and I stay for about two weeks and um, I do some things there, you know, and I get funded um, for that. I get, well, actually I get an incentive for doing that. And then I come back to New York and then I do the training. It's like, you know, it's like, for me, this is like coming to a college or a university because that's what my church offers education, you know, a lot of educations, you know, books, reading uh, quite a bit of books. We're in a book of the mic club with the church. I just came back from a convention um, that we had last week. Um, It was for five days and it was very good because I am one of the um, prophetess in the ministry as well. And we have a company of prophets 
So it's pretty much like the spiritual counseling because we call and we um, talk to the partners, you know, about different things going on in their lives. And um, so I pretty much do that for two hours a day as well, you know, getting on the phone lines. And I also moderate a conference call as well because I'm going to be getting into online radio. So that's like a practice for me. Um, so I usually do that, moderate a call, a conference call, because we have conference calls with the Book of the Month Club um, that we're having with all the partners in the company of profit. And so um, we go to different uh, retreats, with something similar to like a retreat, all-inclusive. Um, the Book of the Month takes care of that, you know, the food and everything and the registration. So we just invest in that and we get to view, you know, go over books. Once a month, we get a book sent to our home, and we go over the book of the month every morning um, and every evening well, from 9 a.m. in the morning, and then we do another one at 8 p.m., um, and we go over the book, you know, read the book, and we go over, and then we ch chat about the book, and then we read that book for a month, and then we get another book. So actually, the retreats are every six months. So the next one is going to be in Mexico in 2019, um, in Puerto Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Wow, mm -hmm. you are and quite so, a busy lady. Well, actually, yes. Um, it seems like you know sometimes, um, Paula, when you're doing um quite a bit of things, it looks like you're not doing anything. <laughs> You know, yeah. it that, that you're not, you, you know, you're doing all these things. And I've been doing this for some years, and I actually became um, masterful in, you know, in talking to the, you know, with the partners and, you know, doing the retreats and working inside of the ministry as well, because I do a host of things inside the building, you know, inside the church. So I do greeting inside of the church when I'm there. And actually some other things that we take on, you know, and do. So it's pretty much uh, hands-on and building um, building the ministry up. But my thing is mostly outreach, you know, outside. I like to work outside of the, of the building, you know, work outside into the world, into the marketplace. So I like retreats and different things. So that's what I'm going to be um, doing. I'm going to be um, doing the spiritual counseling when I get certified and get this training and then build the coaching around it. So all of it's going to mix together. And actually, I'm going to be, you know, doing, I'm writing a book. I'm in the process of writing a book now. Um, I'm having a ghost writing. I'm going to have it ghost written. Um, and, um, I have a name for it, but then it looks as I, you know, as I look at it and then different events and different things start to happen again, I get more interpretation of what I'm going to write about. Because as you grow, I found out that when you're writing a book, you actually, um, you come up with some other things that you didn't, you know, that comes up that you discover as you go on this journey. So um, that's what I'm doing now. I'm like, really, I wrote some of the book. But then it's like now I'm looking at it in another space, in a place where I'm at, you know, spiritually and mentally. And so I'm going to like, like, you know, proofread it or let someone, the ghostwriter, go over, you know, get someone to ghostwrite it 
um, with me to, you know, to edit it and not, you know, to see what it is that I can, may change the name, who knows? <laughs> What's the name? Um, the name of it now is The Positive Within. It's The Positive Within, and that came out of an experience uh, that I uh, was came out of in my life uh, when I was diagnosed with HIV and AIDS in 1993. And then as I continue, I got more involved in that arena. You know, so that's what brought me um, to the place where I'm at now with it, um, that there was a healing that occurred, you know, because I believe that there's always a cure. And the more that I got educated about the disease that was in my body, I got more of it and I was able to speak on it and able to share and do groups and support groups and also to get educated on it during the 25 years now you know so it's like the book is pretty you know uh, on that on those experiences and events and it looks like now that I'm growing in that area it's like I'm going to take on and kind of shift some things around in the book towards transformation and healing so that's what I'm looking to do because I had stopped with the book. I had stopped writing, which I'm up to chapter seven. So actually I had stopped writing. So now I'm going to get back and I'm going to look over it with a ghost writer and we're going to, you know, revamp it and continue. And um, I haven't put a date when it's going to be out yet. Um, but it's going to be a very interesting journey here, you know, because our ministry, um, it it, it, it it births authors out of you. You know, it births authors because um, my pastor, which is an archbishop, he um, has written uh, 3,000 books um, and two are bestsellers. And he actually have, you know, the books of the book of the month that he writes once a month. So he's written over, you know, about 3,000 books, but they're not out with the public. They're just within the community because he feels that they're not ready for for what is in the book. So he's actually going over with us, with the partners and with the um, ministers and, you know, people in the community. And I think it's a very good thing because it really reminds me of um, A Course in Miracles, you know? It really does, you know, because it really transforms your mind. As you put it into practice, you really have to do the work. And so that's what this is about. So he keeps us really productive around transformation and getting our, you know, products out into the world and our gifts and pretty much to keep us healthy and healing, you know, and much more in that area to work on ourselves to be more productive for God, you know, to give service to the people. Out of do, you the world. Have, so, uh, do, you, do you still have any AIDS in your body? Well, actually, I am undetectable by the medication that I was that I am taking. Um, so it's, it's undetectable. Um, it's, it's, you can very barely see it. But as far as I am concerned, as myself, that I always say to one and myself that you would always be healed, even though when you go get your checkups, you may still be there or whatever. That's just you know in the natural, but in the spirit I'm healed because I'm doing my passion I'm living my truth and therefore there's no disease in my body 
So that's how I usually do it. So um, I'm actually going to be coming off of the medication because I'm going to go into a holistic alternative um, because we have one of those in our community, a holistic practitioner that really um, does some great work with the health arena, you know, with um, with his regiments that he has um, from the earth, you know, that he does cooking and workshops and different things on cooking and what to eat and all sorts of things that he deals with. So that is the way um, that I'm going to be going to as well. Because he did, I was following through with him at one point, but then I stopped, but now I'm going to um, go back into uh, getting some health um follow, you know, some health consultations with him as well, guided. That's courageous. Yeah, uh-huh. And so, you know, sometimes, you know, you, they, they want you to, the, well, the medical arena, um, to me, I'm, you know, I was raised on, um, I was raised on um, regiments that my grandmother and, you know, used to do from the earth, you know, olive oil, you know, uh, castor oil, um, you know, different things that you know, that they had for you, you never gotten sick, you know, or we never went to the hospital when we were little, you know, because we always had took these different things um, that my grandmother would give us, you know. Wow. Mm -hmm. Emmeline, I haven't met you before. Oh, oh, well, I but but I, when I was listening to you talk about the book, Wondering instead of an editor. Uh, what, what did you say, Sally? Because you're writing the book. Most ghostwriters write the book. Yes, the ghostwriter write the book for the person, right? Right, but you're you're using an you got an editor working with you. It sounds like. Well, actually, uh, she does edit too, but she's, um, I'm going to go with, I'm going to, you know, get with her and um, she's going to um, go over with me or have that done. I never did it before because I already written most of the chapters uh, myself. So we're going to um, make some time and go over it. Are you a ghostwriter, Sally? No, no, I'm, I'm just, I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit when you've, done the writing and you're working with someone who's going to help edit and help mm -hmm. make it, you know, the best book it can be. That's what yeah. just was occurring to me when I was listening to you is it's a ghost writer usually just writes the book, you know, and then you yeah. put your name on it. You're right. Uh -huh. You've written. Yeah. So it's really, but you, know, you know, but you know, Sally, I'm going to add some more to it. I'm going to add some more to it, you know, with her, you know, to do that, to go over with some things. Because I came up with some things. You know, I noticed that you always come up with different things. You always come up with different things that um, that's going on in your life that comes up while you're right. writing the book, you know, when you, because I know I stopped and paused for a bit, but then there was some more, you know, stuff coming up that I needed to, you know, to put in the book, you know, to like really revi re revise it. Yeah. So, yeah, so we're going to see how it's going to work out. It's going to be very interesting. <laughs> I might go get my other glasses that don't 
that don't get uh, dark in this in this well, you know, with the light. Hold on a second. Myself, because you know these buildings in New York. You know, have, I don't know if you ever lived or been to New York. These buildings, um, they don't have. I guess I have. I have two windows, right? And so I don't have the not really sun's not really shining like yours is. Um, uh, Paula. Paula, because you got such a bright view, so beautiful. So you have light in your in your house, right? You have light, or that's just the light coming from the windows. Yeah, that's my back porch. It's beautiful. Thank you. But can you see me clearly? I can. Okay, good. Because I used to be on the phone. And this is my second. I just second call. With the community. You know, we usually we usually pray in. Okay. Well let's do that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'll pray in. Yeah, who's gonna pray in? I'll pray in unless you want to, Sally. Would you like to? Um I'm, I haven't heard a prayer from you in a little while. I'd be okay. delighted to have you pray in. We'll, we'll see. I could pray out possibly. Okay. But that'd be great, Paula. Uh, so we place our hands on our heart. And... Connect in the awareness that we are the one God and we are one with that and we are one with each other. And may we, through our sharing, bring ourselves and each other even closer to our divinity. And in so doing, may we bring all of humanity and all forms of life in all dimensions of time and space into their birthright of their own divinity. And may it be now. And may we feel this. And may we share this. In this time that we spend together. Which we are so grateful for. Let it be a blessing to all. And so it is. Amen. 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 Beautiful. Thank you. Hi, Diana. <laughs> Dina of mm. the Violet Flame. Yes, I was going to say, my name's actually, it looks like Diana, but it's actually pronounced Dina. So. Dina, that's right. And for some reason, that's I always appear as if I'm in Violet Flame. Yes, I do. It's been too long since I've. Yes, thank you.
How are you, Sally? I'm I'm doing pretty good, actually. And I've been um, I've started my spiritual counseling practice, which feels really good. Yeah, I've started to get some sessions. Um, just as you know, God delivers people who you know at the right time. Um, I've um, yeah, I've, I've, I'm, it's happening. So that's great. Yeah, because um, it's been helpful. It's been helpful to me and to my friends that were, you know, um, in judgment, in judgment of themselves. And um, one friend's mother just made her transition. So then she, was, um, you know, in fact, it was, um, it was another, it was a, 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 one of my prayer partners. And when I talked about it, she said, you know, um, I, 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 I could see some, what I was doing was a diversion from all the feelings that were coming up. So enough, she was, just judging her partner and um, family and so forth. And it just helped a lot to pray. And she was open to prayer. Her, her mom, the mass was on Saturday. And so even through the final days, you know, when they were getting, um, doing Catholic rituals and so forth, I found, you know, she was open to my prayers. So that's been awesome. And that was just one of several people. So, um, yeah, I was kind of looking forward to having that um, begin. I haven't yet put my schedule up for activation sessions or started sharing sessions with other counselors. But I'm, I'm ready <laughs> for that, too. So... Yeah, it's been very eventful, but um, it's good. And I, I just, you know, I've not been able to get on a class to call or a class community listening and, and you know, your shares, Dina's, are awesome. You know, so I'm, I'm hoping that I can, my schedule doesn't shift tomorrow to where I can um, actually join you in class after the spirit counseling training class so that's great yeah yeah how is everyone doing with their um with their counseling sessions would people want to share a little bit about that insights um Maybe activation session insights, regular counseling insights, anything, lessons to be shared? Hi, Sue. <laughs> so we've already prayed in, and Dina was just asking if there was anybody willing to share about uh, counseling or activation session insights. 
and you're muted, Sue. <laughs> thank you. I, I don't have anything <laughs> to share right now, but thank you for bringing me into what's happening. <laughs> I hear Tammy is going to the um, classes in Arizona. Well, we just spoke the other day, and um, are you are you here, Tammy? actually can't hear you, Tammy, because you're breaking up. Tammy, it sounds like you're jogging in the Alps. I'm driving. <laughs> She's driving. Oh. I'm driving. That's... Okay. I can hear you. Hey, yeah. Which is the workshop. At the... Um... The one, the one on uh, uh, speaking and writing. She, she or presenting the workshop. Or presenting workshops, yeah. Yeah, we may need to wait for her to um, get into a more internet-friendly zone. Yeah, I'm about 45 miles from the city, and it's a little sketchy out here. Well, Paula was saying that she heard you were going down to Arizona. Well, that's the problem. Yeah. Is or anyone else? I say desire. Right? We can't really hear you. Whatever you said, Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> we support it. <laughs> Sorry. Dina's going to the workshops. Dina was going, but she made her decision today not to go. Uh, yes. I had uh, I uh, was very excited and signed up on Friday. And then when I woke up Saturday morning, I knew I had to rethink it a little bit. So I gave myself the weekend. And then um, so I will go the next time. There's just a few challenges yeah. for me this time that I just couldn't quite overcome uh, as much as I'd like to go. So next time, next time I will go for sure. Well, I'm sure it will be perfect when you go. So. Yeah, and honestly, one of my major, um, a couple of things, but one thing was that I realized my reason for going was a little off. So I wanted to work on that. It, it, I recognize it as being more about 
not wanting to be left behind, feeling that sort of like value added to myself as a human being um, by going. And I don't want those to be my reasons. I want it to be more, be, you know, uh, uh, being guided that that is where I'm headed, you know, more of a, more of a vision of what I'm going to do with it. So I, I think I need a little time to mature into my reasons, mm -hmm. my, uh, my intentions. That's really um, very aware of you and uh, really beautiful. Uh, I have a friend who she always uses that acronym um, FOMO, F-O-M-O. And I am so not technologically with all these shortcuts, but she explained to me it's fear of missing out. Yeah. And I said, oh, okay, I totally get that. So mm -hmm. I, when I saw the workshops, they were really exciting, particularly I thought the, the writing one. Um, mm -hmm. But I already am very aware that I feel like I'm in the program but not in the program because I've not completed the spiritual counseling retreat. And so I'm sort of, I come to these calls and your question, which you ask about people having, you know, experiences and insight from their activation sessions or their sessions. And I can't do any of that yet. And so, um, yeah, so it's a, it's an interesting feeling. And since I haven't completed that, I'm not really eligible to do other things. And, um, yeah. <laughs> so. Is that required? I know it's required for certification, but I wasn't aware that you couldn't do counseling. Maybe that's right. I mean, we had so much practice in the retreat. It's very helpful to have been to the retreat before. So that might be the case. Yes. So um, you need to have completed the spiritual counseling retreat in order to then be able to um, participate. Um, I did reach out about the Finding Freedom Circles that were coming up just to see while I hadn't done the spiritual counseling retreat, I have had many experiences as a facilitator. Um, and, you know, they were open to that. It didn't work out that they needed anybody else, but um, Is that, that right? Felt, yes. Um, mm -hmm. The groups that they'd had enough people, um, because one of the groups that was going to happen dissolved. And so, um, yeah, but that felt scary to say, mm -hmm. you know, I know I haven't met the requirements, but I do have these experiences. And if it would be helpful, I'd like to serve. And, you know, um, it just, it was good because I took the opportunity to still try even though I might not meet the letter of the law to see if there was something that I could offer 
And I felt like the response was, um, it was really positive and it was um, a good thing, sort of like Dina was saying about, you know, where I'm at and knowing that my time will come. That's, that's lovely. Yeah, and it's in October, the next one. Yes, and I am just walking again, and so it will be perfect timing. I'm, I've had such a healing since I went to the last retreat. Um, I am headed into my 10th week after having a total hip um, replacement, and I've had to take 12 full weeks to um, recover from that and just slowly weaning off of crutches. Um, And I know other people have had it. I've been active and back to it after six weeks, but uh, my disease was such that uh, my physician really felt like I needed more time and there's been such an amazing healing that's happened. So I am setting up, you know, childcare for October so that I can go to that retreat and I will be a very different person at that retreat from the last one I was at, which honestly was just excruciatingly painful, both emotionally and physically. Um, I know people write testimonials about how amazing the retreat was. And I recognize now that I went there wanting something, several things, but something that was going to get me through this, another surgery, a major surgery, some words, wisdom, some insight. I just, I wanted something and it took everything just to get there. And I had no idea how challenging it would be physically to be in retreat all day, all night to not be able to control my time and, um, my body and um, the distance between where I was staying and it not being uh, wheelchair slash walker slash crutches friendly. Um, yeah. Not having a restroom. I have to go down two flights of stairs and not being able to do that. I mean, and then I had food allergies. It was completely <laughs> Like, I can laugh about it now, but it was so painful being there. So painful. And yet, now in this space, like, even the chronic pain is just all coming out of my body. And I just, I can look back and see how I went there with intentions that weren't um, open and clear. And my experience mirrored that. And for a 
quite a while, I stopped all my spiritual practices um, after my surgery. And I was very close to resigning from the program. And um, I just had to sit in stillness for about a week. And, um, yeah, it was, but I'm here. And things are so different and so beautiful. So I'm really, really thankful for everyone who was there at the retreat, their kindness, their support. And um, I did learn, even though at the time that experience was not a feel good in any shape or form, but the learning was there. So I'm very thankful for that. Well, it was hard for my able body to do that. And uh, so I can only imagine how tough it was for you. And Araba, it was for one on one of the retreats I went to, I think it was the counseling training intensive. I was emotionally challenged and had a really tough time. It comes in all forms that it doesn't mean I didn't learn a lot, but it was it was tough for me. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Um, You know, when we're in that experience, at least for me, it was hard to find space to feel like I was learning because it was emotionally challenging too. Um, And I definitely felt separated, definitely felt disruptive, um, definitely felt isolated despite all the love that was coming to me, you know, it was still in my experience. So, yeah, I think, you know, what I have learned even more so and know is that physical pain and emotional pain, not too different. Um, when you're in chronic pain, um, it's it's not always easy to feel like you can relate to other people but what I've learned is that pain is pain it's all the thoughts so emotional pain can be just as excruciating if not more so Well, I'd be willing to trade a session with you. (laughs) I don't think it, you know, yeah, I I would be happy to do that. Um, um, Yeah, I'll do. I'm up for that too, Araba. You're so sweet. Thank you. I love you guys. And I see your great smile, Paula. (laughs) Paula was my helper, special helper. I'm sorry, not special. My my supportive helper, I'll say. How about that? One of those one of those who loved and cared for you. (laughs) 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So one experience that I have found is that I feel like I am cycling through highs and going down into that basement to do clearing again. And it's really intense, but it's shorter. It's like it'll pass within a couple hours, sometimes even less than that but it's still happening. And I wonder as you are doing activations with other people and as you have moved through your various masterful living programs, if any of you are still having that experience. Yes. I'm going to laugh really loud now because mine, I could, I'm good. I should write the book on how crazy it can be. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I will write that book. <laughs> I I I found it interesting in um one of our classes, you know, she was talking about the spiral, the spiral. And and in I was in a unity we called it um spiritual enrichment class on spiral dynamics. And at the time, I I just was very very taken by the mm, it's a book so by their by their 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 thoughts on the process of of in, you know increasing consciousness and awareness and enlightenment and from, from that from their teaching you know I, I could see that some of the things I was seeing for this you know again or similar things that I'd gone through, I was seeing from a little higher perspective as I spiraled up in, in consciousness. But Jennifer, when she's talking about the same dynamic, I guess, um, she was saying her experience more often is that you dip back down and you're going deeper on, you know, peeling more layers of the onion, so to speak, to... Um, as you're cycling, you know, as you're spiraling up. And that really felt true to me as well. Um, so either way, whether you're just going go on the way, as you're increasing your consciousness, you're, you are seeing many of the same things, but from a little different perspective. But you also can be dipping back down, you know, um, like you say, to the basement and um, going deeper on some of those same issues. And that's just certainly been true for me. I think that's where, you know, exchanging sessions can be very valuable as we have those experiences ourselves, and, and then um, being better able to um, be present for those, you know, we're counseling. Or, yeah. Okay. I think sometimes, you know, we hear, um, Jennifer will talk about it sometimes, how sometimes spiritual teachers or spiritual people will feel um, like frauds. And I think that's, you know, part of it is that we, as we work through that, we're actually, we're, we're, we're defrauding ourselves when we go through the spirals, when we're, when we're finding the dynamics and not only are we defrauding ourselves, we're becoming more genuinely able to assist people because, um, I just had a realization over the weekend working through 
my spiraling process, which had been going on again and again and again, I, I, I'm very sensitive to being um, embar- like embarrassing myself or being embarrassed in public. I you know, sort of a public shaming response I'll have. And I found uh, that I have actually done it to myself a couple of times as I'm catching myself saying things that aren't masterful that I don't, I don't want to say, and then I'll get embarrassed and then I'll, you know, try to apologize or make it right. And then it, I had the realization, and this seems like a no brainer, but shame is not spiritual. That's not of spirit. Yes. I need not feel that. And it, so it hit me. And I've, I've gone down into some pretty deep uh, shame spirals over the past, I'd say, three or four months. And um, and I, when I had that realization, I was like, I, it's not helpful. It's not it's not a spiritual quality. Shame is not a spiritual quality. So the next nope. time it hits me, I can say, you're not a spiritual quality. So I choose not to feel you. I'm going to work through this in a different way. And that was, uh, you know, it, it was it was just a constant. It was being a ch- I was challenged, being challenged on this. I mean, it's been a lifetime challenge. I'm just very sensitive to that, being embarrassed, and you know, I just I take it. I really beat myself up and very sensitive to what I say and what I didn't say. And did I, you know, did I attack somebody? Did I not? So, um, it's interesting to have that concept of what, you know, when, when we react to things, what, you know, to stop and say, take it a bit further. Well, what's, what are these reactions is actually ego thought system, even though we're used to a lifetime of it and we can walk away and be better counselors, be more authentic, be more genuine in our responses to people. Well, that is, that experience be helping. I mean, that's a very common that's so yeah. common for and such a no-brainer. I think it was Paula I was talking to, and I was like, you know, just what? Of course, it's not spiritual quality. Why would I spend a second in it? But and yet I've spent a lifetime in it. You know what just occurred to me, Dina, is um, in the Avatar program they call it transparent beliefs. And so we live through them. They're transparent to us, and we don't even know that, that that's what we're coming from. You know, a certain maybe belief in the whole shame cycle or uh, that we're not good enough or whatever it is. And then all of a sudden, like you did, you see it, and it's not transparent anymore. Mm-hmm. And like, I got that now. Yay! <laughs> well, I'm I'm um, I'm quite sure you're going to find it coming up in your spiritual counseling um, sessions because it's such so the shaming shaming other people and shaming yourself both is so common. Yeah, how many people had had um, nightmares about showing up naked at their prom in high school? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hear people talking about that. My husband told me about it. He woke up in the middle of the prom, and he was in bed with no clothes on. <laughs> what was he going to do? <clears throat> Wow. So 
so you know we some of these things it's kind of like uh, the ho'oponopono we're picking up on a thread of shame or you know a thread of um uh judgment and things like that because we you know we, we live amidst it um mm-hmm. and so as that's why as we uh heal that we're healing it for all of humanity so thank you dina <laughs> yeah Yeah, and the level of the level of shame that I've experienced in my life. I was one of those kids that probably I did not go home and talk through things with my parents. It just wasn't really available to me or my siblings. And uh that's very important for children when you have experiences and a lot of us are humiliated or shamed by teachers, by school teachers at that time when I was coming through school. That was that was not uncommon, you know, to be called out and right in front of everybody or um, just different things like, you know, social awkwardness, that kind of thing. And I never, I didn't have it available or I didn't understand that I could go home and, and just work through it with my parents or my siblings or my friends in a way that would then, you know, instead of shame, which is shame is where you take it. Like I am bad. Humiliation is where I think is the other term you use where it's sort of a, you know, that was a bad experience. So I did the other. And so I have healed it for all of you, perhaps. <laughs> it was a very deep, it was very horrendous, yeah. And uh, I, I, I will work on it for all of you with all my heart. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that, all of you, Dina, Sally, Paula. Um, I think that's really helpful. Um, and I love that, you know, we're each working through those things, but as we heal, we heal it for everyone and we feel connected and real, um, as opposed to a separate self going through your own struggle where, it seems like everybody else has got to figure it out but you. And I know that I have taken it, internalized it for a long time. And so I'm pretty vigilant about that with my children and making sure that things are available for them to talk things through. And I see it. I get to see it so easily reflected, particularly in my son, my relationship with my son, which in the past two years since we've been separated, he has just had this underlying anger or this bewilderment about behavior. He doesn't understand why it's happening and he'd rather not deal with the emotion of it. And so it's interesting. He came back over to the house and I've had my children for a week now because I'm healthy enough to do that. It's been exhausting. It's been pretty wonderful. But the first night it was so difficult for him. And I just told him, I'm not going to be in conflict with you anymore. You can be in conflict and you can be angry, but I'm not going to be, I'm not going to take this on. It's not personal. I love you. I love you. I love you. 
And I just so feel so much that some of the acting out is like, prove that you love me, prove that you love me, no matter how awful I am to you, prove that you love me. And I just try to bring it to his attention that he doesn't behave that way with anyone else. He's too afraid to, too afraid to be seen as X, Y, and Z. But with me, he won't. And so I tell him that's a gift. You know, I'm like, I'm really thankful you feel like you can be your absolute worst. But what I see in you is that you are beautiful. You are whole. You are pure. You are, you know, all these things. You are just part of me. And so I'm not going to fight with you anymore. We have contracts now. We have say what we are going to do. And I just have noticed from the first day he came to today that he's back to being his loving and generous self. And it's been really amazing to see. That's beautiful that you uh, were able to stand in your truth in the midst of that and reflect it back to him in a way that just um, settled him down. That was beautiful. Thank you, Paula. He he wasn't settled for a couple days. <laughs> um, but you were. <laughs> but I was, and that was, it was so freeing. I'm like, all last summer, I just kept being like, what's wrong? You know, are you mad at me? I just, just kept feeding into it, frustrated, threatening, and I just, but I'm not going to do this anymore. And, um, you know, it's like, well, maybe I don't want to live with you. I was like, oh, okay. Well, just picked up the phone and called his father. I was like, I have no problem with that. Like, and his father is like, what? And then shame starts, you know, and gets so, and I just let him be and let him work through it. And then he comes and he says, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. Um, and one of the things, at least, that I've noticed with my children and with other people is that people will say sorry, um, not with their heart. And so one of the things that I try to do, we all do with each other, I do it too with my children, is when we apologize, we try to take part of Ho'oponopono and say, I'm sorry, please forgive me, like, I think that that part is, you know, the ownership of it and the responsibility of it. And so I, I've adapted some of that to try to be a better parent. And I have found those things to be really helpful. Who's on the phone calling in? Hmm. 
right. <laughs> I thought I'd check on them since most of us have talked, even though we couldn't understand Tammy. <laughs> I'm home now. Awesome. Hey, Sue, are you, um, you're, you're doing some of those activation sessions, are you, or? I've had, I've had three so far. Before you got on, I was saying that I'm just, I have yet not put my schedule up, but I'm just ready to start. And, and Dina was, and I know Dina's been doing them. Do you, do you have any thing to share about? how that's gone just in the first couple of. Well, I, I'll share one thing with you, a visual. Um, I put this together when I started, you know, the, the four pages. <laughs> and so I'll explain to people that, you know, oh, you may see me looking, you know, up. I have, you know, this is, I'll explain it's, it's been scripted by Jennifer. And I just turned my cue. I was just, so freaking out in the beginning trying to figure out what to do with all these pages while I was learning, um, you know, getting more comfortable with the script. And even today I like to read parts of it out because I feel like it's in Jennifer's voice or just parts of it. I like to say it exactly like it's a message from her. So um, I'm just really comfortable with having revolving this little cube. I had it when I was on vacation in Alabama I had it on a basket, one of those long burger baskets. <laughs> this is a little short painting easel, but I just have to refresh the tape. But that's <laughs> so that's helpful. And um, you know, certainly, I'm I'm getting more and more comfortable. The first, I think, you know, when I first began them, I was nervous and not, you know, I had to. I was glad for the script. The script sort of spoke, you know. Um, and then I began to learn that um, I could just kind of step back a little bit and watch this. For me, I feel like I'm watching um, time travel. I don't know if anybody else has that impression of when they do it. And you take them six months out. And sometimes you, I, I've had it's it's easier now. I must be cueing it better. In in the beginning, I, they some of the the um, clients would slip back into today. Um, so I, I kind of develop, and some people get it and just stick right with it. Others, I'll have to cue them a little bit, like, you know, remember you're six months out. Um, <laughs> by the time they get to one year out, they're good. Most of them are, you know, they're feeling it. They're feeling it in their body. They're, they're, they're feeling really good. And some people don't, I've, a couple of people have actually gotten upset or been a little distressed about coming back to the present time where they know it sucks. <laughs> it sucks in some way for them, and they'll get a little upset. Uh, but, you know, it's also, uh, if I did have a couple people get a little, you could visibly upset. So I would, t I took them back to, do you remember, one of the questions, my favorite question actually is, um, if you could, if you're, if you could give, so you're one year out and it's, uh, could, if you could give your former self, which is really your current self, that's, that's a really clever question. If you could give your former self some, um, advice in your, from your year out, you know, what would that be? And, um, 
and it's always something, I think in every case, it's some kind of profoundly beautiful something to their speaking to their, you know, from a place of knowing, having seen it a little differently from maybe the challenges and the limitations they put on the present time. So when you, when I see that they look a little distressed, I'll say, do you remember what your year out self message was? You know, sometimes take them back there and that'll perk them up a little bit. But some people just glide right, right through it with no issue, and they come back, and they're very visibly um, uplifted, and they feel, like, ready to take it on. So um, the part that I guess I don't get – I follow up usually a week later. I'll touch base, and we'll just have a brief phone call about how they're doing. But I don't know. What has it been like? Um, the finding, the new Finding Freedom people are the ones going through it now. We had the other Finding Freedom people go through it about a month ago, and then maybe maybe five months ago, um, the Masterful Living went through it. So I don't really know how anybody's doing with their, you know, I, I don't have a sense of success or, I don't know. I think we're supposed to be doing something called acceleration sessions, so maybe that's when we get to touch base with people. But it's been very interesting. I, sometimes I find myself, um, I don't know if this makes sense, like weeping as I'm listening. It's, I know I did, I did Paula's activation session. She, I was definitely weeping for hers. It was just, just this beautiful, um, what, you know, where she's, what she's going to transition to in her. Yeah. And it was just, it was, it was just, it, so I'll find somebody will say something. It might be a word. It might be a phrase. It might be one lady used the word untethered. You know, she felt untethered, and I thought that was just, I could really identify with that. Just some things like that, and I'll find myself just weeping, um, and it, and it's from the beauty of it, really. Yeah, so I, I, you can tell I'm a fan of activation session. <laughs> awesome. That's helpful. Yeah, I would just, uh, this is Tammy, I would just like to speak to the uh, <clears throat> the script a little bit. I, uh, and this might be helpful to some of you, some others, I open two windows, and I have the activation session script in one window, and I have the uh, Zoom open in the other window side by side. They're a little smaller. Um, but I can see the per person perfectly uh, and fine, and I can see the script perfectly and fine. And so that works well for me. Um, probably, well, I, I just did one, um, an activation session about a week and a half ago, and it went really well, and I have another one scheduled but in the prior session following the spiritual counseling intensive last year, um, between there and like March or April, between the Master for Living, one students, two students, and the Finding Freedom, I think I did, a, I did almost 80, nearly 80 activation sessions. And each and every single one of them brought one of my own challenges to me. There wasn't one exempt. I even had one client that was like, oh, this is visioning or envisioning. I am not going to envision. I don't do that because every time I do, it turns out bad. <laughs> so we started talking about her vision and how it was turning out bad and how it works the same way the other direction. 
but she wasn't going to do it. <laughs> so we had a counseling session instead, and it was fine. Um, but uh, I've had some some pretty pretty intense healing for myself just by being present with people, have, um, having their own struggle and or challenge, and then going within themselves and finding their own solution, the things they really, you know, deeply desire. And when you're present with them, it's giving them permission to tap into what they really want, not what they think everybody else wants or what they think they should do, but what they really, really want. And that's where the excitement comes in. But, you know, personally, me, as I was – as I am still growing and have been growing and changing and transforming. You know, Dina, you were saying earlier, uh, when's it not chaos, right? <laughs> um, since I've been in Masterful Living, it's like the chaos of the previous, oh, 40, I guess it was 50 years. <clears throat> My previous 50 years, um, had been a series of chaos, in, in particular the last 10 years and then my childhood. And um, talk about having a healing of every single bit of that. Oh, my gosh. It's just, I mean, it's. I've told uh, Jennifer I felt like this all this awareness was coming to me like a machine gun bullets, you know. And um, I'm taking the hit as my responsibility for what I see, you know. And um, But the difference is I'm aware of it, and I know I could change it now. And that's what we get to help people, other people, learn for themselves because I always tell everybody, if anyone can do it, everyone can do it. Because that's the way mind works. Yes. But, yes, I'm going to, um, I have the opportunity to go to the uh, workshop on, uh, or the uh, retreat on workshops. And that's one I've been wanting to do. Uh, it's the where I feel the least confident. Um, I've been speaking at my spiritual center this year uh, about once a month. And uh, I can already uh, see myself improving, but I just um, am going to have to wait for that water flood, that waterfall of uh, clients that, that want to pay me large. Um I, or God's great abundance to fall upon me and my receptivity be open to it to do all three of them straight. My goodness. That'd be intense. <laughs> that's like rapid healing. <laughs> that's like rapid. And that's what masterful living really kind of feels like, actually. And mm -hmm. finding freedom. Anyway, I'm really happy to finally get to, I say finally, uh, once again, get to join into this call um, 
the last five, six months have been really difficult for me. Um, and they've also been joyful and miraculous and uh, abundant and transformative. I just can't say enough. I just facilitated a retreat for my uh, spiritual center for all the leadership this past weekend on Saturday, and that went fantastic. Wow. Uh, it really showed in the service on Sunday. And uh, I, I feel like I'm – what it kind of feels like to me is that my higher self has already said, I don't care about your ego anymore and has just started doing it. <laughs> That's what I feel like. Great. Yeah. But I love you guys, and I know we're out of time, but uh, thanks for hearing me, and thanks for your presence. It's always um, nice to know you're out there. I uh, pick up my little heart, my stone heart, and I hold it in my hand, and I just think about everybody in the power of love and send them love, and knowing that's extending out to the entire universe, and it's uh, a really nice feeling to know that the invisible is real and it's accessible. It's everywhere, always simultaneously available to everyone equally. And you can use it however much you want. I'm learning about that and it's pretty awesome. So love you guys. Namaste. I just want to say, can anybody hear me? Yes. I just want to say that this is my first time with Finding Freedom. And um, so I'm not lost, but um, I am actually participating in the um, the um, community, you know, with that with that group as well. So does anybody have any encouraging things or things they would like to share with me to get me more connected? And, you know, I feel I'm connected. It's just that I, my book is delayed. So, um, so anyone tell me what to expect in the first phase as I'm, you know, starting? <laughs> well, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say we're 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 over time. I'd be happy to talk about it, you know, directly with you. Do you have a comment, Tammy? Mm-hmm. Now I was just going to ask her what group was she going to be in. Uh, what group am I in? Um, Wednesday or Saturday? I'm on Saturday. Saturday oh, okay. at 10 a.m. Okay, well, welcome to my group. Oh, me and, okay. <laughs> me and Kel Ash will be uh, co-facilitating that, and uh, so it's it's the finding freedom stuff, but it's the discussion, the dialogue, the sharing of all the miraculous results, the challenges, and stuff like that, and praying together, just building a very supportive, tight community. Wouldn't you all say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just asking if any of the other spiritual counselors listening right now would agree with me that it's just an overall safe, wonderful, 
place where you can, you know, discuss and dialogue and share. Yes, I agree. And also um, talk about your challenges with finding freedom material. Some people might, you know, have a question about something they're working on. Um, it, uh, yeah, it's, I think people in the group, I ran one this pad that finished a couple weeks ago and um, people were a little sad to see it end. It's only, I think, uh, I think it's 10 weeks, mm -hmm. but, the, but it's every week. So you have a chance to get really close to people and express yourself. And um, so it's, it's a very interesting dynamic. I think you'll really love it, especially with Tammy and Kel. You'll really have a good time there. She, um, I had a uh, session with her um, about when I first went to spiritual intensive training in Boone, North Carolina. Um, Cal was my, um, I had a session with her. It was really um, very inspiring. So she will be in the group as well. She will be one of the trainers, I believe, or counselors. Oh, great. Okay, good. So I'm in the, okay, so the group. So I'm signed up with the group. Uh, I didn't um, do the activation one um, that was optional, but I was pretty much going to do that as well. So I'm coming up with the time for that as well. So I don't want to hold anybody up. I just needed to share that. Yeah, I've, I found the circles to be the most transformative, along with prayer partners, of course. But the circles were awesome to have, you know, you're, you're sharing the healing with everyone. But in circle, you, 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 it's intimate. And oh, okay, great. Definitely transformative. So, Paula, pray us in. Does anyone else have a prayer request or intention to share or want to pray us out? You said, you said you'd pray us out. I, I said I would. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Oh, well, I'm going to take a deep breath, putting my hand on my heart as we uh, take another deep breath of love and gratitude. So grateful to be sharing our time together today supporting each other as we are training to support uh, everyone else and just appreciate being in this heart space sacred space with the other trainers in this uh, beautiful connection so grateful for our teacher showing the way jesus Jennifer, Spirit, partnering up with Spirit as we as we learn uh, so much more about ourselves and our challenges, and sharing that healing with both clients and each other, as well as everyone, as we are one with them. So grateful to be the love, the love of God, in the power of love ministry. So grateful for this time we share. And, and our connection. And we, um, we can support each other through our Facebook page and um, 
in, in, in any other way we can. So grateful for the healing. We know the healing is done. We let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 Bye. Um, thank you. Good night. Thank you all. Appreciate it. Thank you all. See you next time. Bye. We'll be talking Bye. to you, Sue. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Mm. Bye, Tamalyn. <laughs>